0: You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico.
1: Okay, and welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Gramatico, your franchise guide, and today we have a very special guest. Today we're speaking with Sam Fiera. Uh, Sam is a professional, has created a personal journey as a speaker, storyteller, writer, educator, mentor, coach, entrepreneur. The list goes on. Problem sol- solver and community activator um very impressive uh, resume and i want sam to talk more about it his tagline tagline is everyone's life is an autobiography make yours worth
2: reading sam welcome to the show Oh, uh, thank you, Giuseppe. I look forward to sharing and hopefully provide some nuggets to your listeners. Yeah, I'm
1: looking looking forward to it. So, so where are you located, by the way? All all the way in Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver,
2: Canada. So awesome. Well, I
1: appreciate. Uh, this makes uh, our international show in an expanding series of a lot of a lot of Canadians. A lot of shows. A couple coaches we just uh, recently spoke with. So l- looking forward to it. So, um, Sam, give us uh, give the audience a little bit of. Kind of background of of who you are and and how did you get into that business? You know, what's what's that journey look like?
2: Sure Let me let me fast forward to today The easiest way for me to describe who I am is there are five things that guide and direct me in life servant leadership story sharing activator igniter champion enabler and community do-gooder those five things have enabled me to help Individuals, teams, organizations, entrepreneurs, uh, educational institutions, as well as nonprofits, to be their pinnacle best. But it's also made me into all of those things you've said speaker and a storyteller, mentor, coach, author, writer, problem solver, uh, educator, entrepreneur, as well as a community activator. But it was never always like that. I mean, when I was in university, you know. You basically graduate and, you know, you're on a track and Mm -hmm. it's that old standard corporate track of I'm going to do this. And I remember I graduated with a degree in business and political science and, you know, sat at graduation going like, okay, I'm ready to take on the world. I've got this dual degree and who's lucky to get me? And as I walked off the stage, this virtual door slammed behind me and there was no handle on it because everything familiar was behind that door. I sat down and I said, okay, I'm going to start applying for jobs. And I started applying for different jobs that would make sense for business and political science, maybe entry-level banking, entry-level government work, uh, you know, maybe entry-level management consulting. And back then, you would write your letters, type your letters, and pop them in the mail or deliver them. I remember in a short time, I did 12 letters and sat back and waited to see who was going to hire me. The first letter arrived and it said, I opened it up and it was from one of the companies and it said, sorry, we don't have a job for you, but good luck.
0: Mm.
2: Second letter arrived. We don't have a job for you. We're not sure what you're looking for, but good luck. And I thought, oh, that's okay. I've got 10 more letters out there. I'm going to send three more. It started to become the tide. The more letters I sent out, Mm. the more letters came back. And after a while, I've got 86 rejection letters from companies who said we have no idea who you are what you're looking for but good right. luck and you know the letters literally are about the size of a brick and every single letter was a nail in my coffin of self-confidence but i finally did get my first job it was an entry level government job i was a janitor mopping floors and emptying rubbish bins in a in a hospital mm-hmm. and that's a government job mm-hmm. and uh you know but The realization was instead of looking at it from a negative standpoint. I said there's things I got to learn here So the first lesson I learned my father said I don't care what you do You do the best job possible put everything into it and that's what I did and I still do that today second lesson there were times that Nurses doctors administrators would get on an elevator and I wouldn't even be acknowledged because Mm -hmm. we have nothing in common right I know what it feels like to be ignored and I told myself I will never treat people like that. And I talked to everybody. And the third valuable lesson was in anything that I do, there are lessons to be learned that I can pull, even if it's being a janitor, mopping floors and emptying rubbish bins that I can actually incorporate and learn. But we have to go with a curious mindset to say, what am I here to learn Mm
1: -hmm.
2: over this time? You know, those lessons have helped me to who I am today. And I mean, it's, it definitely was a bumpy ride, and I did eventually get a corporate job. and But even in that corporate job, it was almost like I could do the job, but it wasn't me. And that's where a shift happened. When I stopped thinking about what I wanted to do and I started thinking about who I was, I suddenly realized I need to leave that corporate world. And I walked to the edge of the cliff. Despite 100% of the people telling me you're making the biggest mistake of your life because great wages, great benefits, pension, you love your job, stability, and you don't have a job if you leave. Well, I I looked at it and there were two words. And I think from an entrepreneurial standpoint or even a franchise standpoint, those two words uh, really resonated with me was comfort. Comfort is what society wants us to have, and comfort Mm -hmm. is what we strive toward. But the problem with the word comfort is I stopped growing as an individual. And the second word was uncertainty, because they were actually doing a voluntary separation package, and with 850 people out of 6,000 leaving, they could move me where they want. Mm -hmm. By leaving, there's uncertainty, because I don't have a job. Right. No. My realization is I can control my uncertainty. No one else does. And I walk to the edge of the cliff, press the button, and I'm leaving the corporation. Never looked back. I mean, two and a half months later, I'm working on the Olympic bid to get the games to Vancouver where they let me be an intrapreneur. Then I went to the university. They let me be an intrapreneur, which also enabled me to become an entrepreneur. And that just really guides and brings you to who I am today. But the important thing is this about those rejection letters do you realize if one of those letters would have materialized, I wouldn't be with you here today. I'd be somewhere else because my Mm -hmm. life would have gone in a different trajectory. And the second valuable lesson on this about those letters is I reflect on those letters. Many of those companies no longer exist, but I still do. I outlasted Mm -hmm. them and we are as individuals can be very resilient. Wow.
1: That's a, that's a phenomenal story. And, And I, uh, I like how you kept all those letters It make, it makes a, a great visual. you were asking if this was going to be video and that's, that's definitely yeah. makes a, a great visual. I, I know for myself, in many cases I didn't even get a response. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you got some response. You had some closure <laughs> there, but definitely, definitely doesn't
2: help the self-confidence. That's for, uh, that's for sure. Well, so, Giuseppe, you should, yeah. you should see what it's like when I teach my <laughs> class and in the last lecture, when I bring this up that story and I show the letters, it's a profound impact for those students because it's it's really trying to help them navigate their path.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, it's not, and, and, and kind of what you said, knowing yourself, right? Finding mm-hmm. out who, who exactly you are, because I think in my, I guess maybe from my experience, and I talked to a lot of people in, in career transition and try to help them to, to the best of my knowledge is that you feel like you have to make this path. And it's that path of certainty. It's that path mm-hmm. of comfort. It's get the job and the benefits um, and you know talking to people who are looking to make that shift into entrepreneurship mm-hmm. they're uncertain i'm going to what's going to happen to my benefits what's going to happen to my pay yeah. and i go simple it's gone mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're if you're not comfortable with that if yeah. you can't get past that and see what you know at, at the end of the day money is important and so yep. are health benefits here true you know in the united states you got to work for a great great company giving you some some great health benefits it gets extremely expensive um, you know, but why are you doing this? Yeah, You know, can you can you survive? You know, I myself had to take a lifestyle kind of mm-hmm. step back to say, OK, I'm not going to be able to vacation this year. Maybe I have to hold on to my car. Maybe we can't move into the home we wanted to. Um, but I'm taking a step back for that future. You know, I am now able to work from home. I am able to call the shots, you know, for (laughs) the past 15 plus years. So I go, you have to have that vision. And if it's more of an interest, uh, there's no pain, there's no vision. I go, don't, don't bother. You you may just, you know, you have to have that strong why, because entrepreneurship is tough. Um, but if you can get past that and, and your why is strong enough, I had two kids that, you know, I, I'm sorry we had a child on the way and I wanted, uh, we have, we now have two kids mm-hmm. and my why was to be with them, not going into New York city every day. That was my why. And that was a pretty damn, uh, burning, pressing why and, uh, made it happen. And yeah. uh, what was there uncertainty? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's still uncertainty, right? I mean, yeah. you don't know what day to day, what, what the future brings, but, uh, that's the, uh, the excitement
2: of it. So that, 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 that's, that's my two cents. Yeah. Any, anything you want to add to that? No, I think you're you're again spot on with regards to it because I think at a certain point in time we'll be called to make up a make a decision, <clears throat> and that fork in the road. I've talked to many people who are hitting that fork in the road, and I always say that uh, the challenge is, you know, you're holding back because of the uncertainty and the fear, and what happens is they've also neglected. Because with certainty, you're blinded with regards to the experiences you've gained and the people around you who are going to support you on this journey. Mm-hmm. To your point, though, and I agree, it's not for everybody.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and if somebody loves certainty and, uh, you know, embraces structure, you know, that's great. That's what's meant for you. Like my wife and I are two totally different people. Mm-hmm she wants Monday to Friday, nine to five knows exactly what uh, the schedule is and what's going to happen. Right. I can't live in that. I told her if if I go, she wants me to go back to corporate in the past. I said, look, you you want me in corporate? I'll go corporate, but you better buy a a, a damn big life insurance policy because I'm going (laughs) to die. And uh, so she sort of backed off saying, okay, you know, Oh yeah, she should. she said, I should check <laughs> I if there's a, <laughs> well, I'm thinking, should I check to see if I have an insurance yeah. policy against me? Yeah, you better check the mail, Sam. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but, but I agree with what you're saying, but that fork in the road, people think it's like an Indiana Jones movie where if I step on the wrong stone, I'm going to fall to my death. And it's, right. It's not, but you also have to be prepared before you take that step. And have you done the homework? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where the the who versus the what is mm-hmm. is critical with regards to understanding.
1: Yeah, and and that there's actually a, a um, when you had said that um, actually it's who not how. I, I apologize. Yep. I, I was thinking it was by Dan Sullivan, but it's you know who you know who, who's able to kind of. Yeah. Um, help you kind of expedite the process and figuring things out and making those and making those connections. But sometimes yeah. I think people, because I, I I have worked with some career coaches in the past supplied mm-hmm. by some of the corporations. And sometimes I feel like mm-hmm. they almost do a, a disservice. Mm-hmm. And why I say that is that not every coach as myself, I, I'm a coach, I'm a consultant. Uh, we're mm-hmm. not all the same, right? It's kind of like yeah. saying every realtor is the same and every financial advisor is the same. But the way they structured it was when we talk about that fork in the road, it's like Mm -hmm. there's a fork left is, is continue on the employment route Mm -hmm. and go right uh, and, uh, and start that business. So then I I said, let's expand on that fork and let's add Mm -hmm. kind of a third path. And guess what? You can keep your job and have a side business. And people are like, wait a second. Now, now you've really confused me. Like what I can keep a job and have a business. And I said, let's take a step back. You have multiple vehicles to get you to that. You talked about vision to get you to the vision where you want to be. But at the end of the day, what works for you? What, which, which vehicle, it's not going to be easy. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't just have a job and just throw money at a business and it grows. There's definitely going to be a lot of hours, but ultimately, you know, that may only be the case for the first two years and maybe yep. you transition full-time into that business. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I talk a little bit about any, any thoughts on, on that? Cause I know, you know, with, yeah.
2: I feel like people, it's like black or white and it's like, you nope. it's not always black or white. There's, no. there's, yeah. There's It's almost like, uh, you can have chips or cake, but not both. And I'm like, you can actually have both if you want. Yeah, you know, I'm okay with that. And should we add some sprinkles to the ice cream or the right. cake? Right. Um, no, no. And that's where uh, I think the the individual. When I'm coaching, I'm not there to impose, and I'm not there to uh, say this is what I think you should do. My questions become very inquisitive, and um, I call myself the difficult monk because people come to me. And I do about three to eight per week. They come to me looking for the answers to life. And I've even had people say, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur. What business should I start? And I'm like, right. look, if I if you, if you I knew what business to start, wouldn't I be doing that now? The difficult monk is where you come to me and I'm not going to answer your questions. I'm actually going to ask you questions because the monk you seek is within you. Mm-hmm. My job is to pull that out of you mm-hmm. and help you realize what's important to you. And I think what... Uh, you know with that fork in the road analogy is when we sit down and start talking about who you are people will automatically start saying actually this pathway is not the is not the pathway i need to go or the way i describe it is you know that pathway that the fork in the road the pathway that you know you're walking on you're walking backwards because you're looking at the point you left and did I make the biggest mistake? And what you don't realize is that pathway is actually curving Mm -hmm. and it's going to intersect what you just gave up as well. So there's even another uh, avenue here. But the emphasis is really trying to figure out who you are, what matters to you. And I, I, it even, I think it all started with myself when I decided to leave that corporate job because there was a moment when I suddenly looked at it going, you know, I can tell you what I do, but that doesn't define who I am. Mm-hmm. And I sat down and I became very reflective. And that's generally who I am as a very reflective person. And I came up with these five things that just make up my foundation. And I shared those right at the beginning. And they've changed over time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But Giuseppe, once I started laying down those five core elements, clarity emerged because now I, instead of, uh, looking at the uh, trying to fit a position, I now have these five critical things that I am not willing to compromise. And does it does what I'm doing right now hit five out of five. Right. And if it doesn't, what's missing And so what you're doing is really laying a foundation first and saying, here's who I am and what makes up my foundation. And then you have something to compare it against. And, you know, then it might tell you, you know what, you better stay in the corporate world or, you know what? Maybe sideline. Maybe I should franchise. Maybe I should be a startup or an entrepreneur. But it helps you to determine and define and something that aligns to it. And it provides you that foundation. If you were to build a house, you need a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. And we've, we hire people to come and check the foundation to make sure it's solid. Right. When have we done that with our life is to see what's my solid foundation?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that some some very good points. It's it's similar, kind of similar to our process where we we re, you reverse engineer the, yeah. the process, and I have the exact same thing. You know, what's the hot franchise? And I go, well, you don't need me. Just pick up Entrepreneur Magazine and have at it. You know, buy yeah. buy one of each, and in each in each industry. Well, what do you recommend for me? And I go, I don't know. It takes us about three four phone calls to. Learn about you and figure it out. Like, what are your goals in life? Where do you want to be? Are you you married? Are you, Mm -hmm. you you know, what, you know, what are you looking to accomplish? And it's not, it's not just about financials. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's about, you know, quality of of life. Spending more time with my family, and obviously making, making some money along the way. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's learning about you. But if I don't know you, yeah, kind of like on my investment days, I was a corporate exec in the investment world, and. Right, well, what do you recommend? What are the hot stocks? And I go again, Money <laughs> Magazine. You can pick up that same magazine. The change, the mutual funds change, the stocks change every month. But yeah. What are you looking to accomplish if you're only able to put X amount aside and you're very risk adverse? Uh, yeah. It's going to be something completely different than the the stock trader or someone that's it's looking to uh, doesn't yeah. really have any you know can lose it all. It has that kind of that, that mentality. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's a lot. You know, coaches help. Because it's, it's not just, I want to buy in our world a, a restaurant franchise. So then I go, okay, mm-hmm. what's your investment level? Okay. You know, what's the territory? It's, it's why I, I do the yeah. five whys. It's why, yeah. why it's, it's like my, my kids when they were younger. Why, 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 and why, why do you want a restaurant franchise? Everyone's got to eat. So you have to take a step back and interpret, okay, this person's looking for a business with high demand you know, what else are you looking for in a business? And it's really, it's not, and this is not salesy. This is really yeah. taking a step back. And our role is, you know, kind of in your role is, is figuring out and helping that person figure out kind of who, who they are, what makes them tick, what's most important to them. Yeah. And it's truly not the same. We assume, mm-hmm. or I, I should say, I have assumed in the past and you find out. Yeah. And someone say to me, I don't care if we invest in a franchise that yields or, or th- that I'm going to make literally half the amount uh, that, that I would make with the, the next franchise. I am uh, to, kind of to your wife, nine to five. Mm-hmm. I want structure. I don't want to be called on nights and weekends. That's what's most important because I spend. you know, we go we play baseball soccer with the kids. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's when we assume I think is when we get in trouble. And uh, when I had my coach, my coach told me long without giving the whole story, she said, I said I'm miserable with my career. Miserable with my career. I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. She goes, "You went from investment bank one to company two to company three. You're chasing money. Mm. You know what's most important to you." She's like, "That's the complete opposite of what you're doing." And I needed a coach to yeah. really take a step back. And that's and that's what uh yeah you know and role it, in our roles
2: that we help. And what I usually call what you just described as the burning tree syndrome, because mm. let's say that the tree that you're on is your career and it's on fire down below. And, you know, what do you do? Because you don't like the job, but it's very much like that. So the flames are coming up. What you do is you grab the first vine and you swing to the next tree, which is Mm -hmm. the next career. And you're like, okay, good, a fresh start. I'm going to be enjoying this. And next thing you know, within five months, you hate this job too. Because that tree that you've just swung to is now caught on fire. And what do you do? You swing to the next tree. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people, instead of, trying to jump from tree to tree, career to career. Let's put the fire out. Mm-hmm. Let's let's determine. And added to what you just said as well, to your point, the whys, this, uh, that, that's exactly the process I go through because to come up with those five core elements, there's a couple of things. Number one, people are fearful because I'm making you pick five things. What if they're not the right words? I said, mm-hmm. you know what? You pick the words and you'll change as you mold, it's like sculpting. As this lump of clay, you're right. going to mold it, and it's going to shape, and you'll change it. That, so don't worry about picking the right words, just the words that resonate. And the why piece you just talked about is really important because I ask them, I say, the, jobs, the job you have now or you've had, what did you enjoy about them? What did you not enjoy, mm-hmm. and why? What about classes you've taken? What did you enjoy? Mm-hmm. What did you not enjoy, and why? What do you like to do in your spare and social time? Why? And then slowly you come up with uh, ideas or thoughts and words. Like somebody would, uh, oftentimes I ask people, tell me one thing you are not willing to compromise. And they say, family. I said, okay, why is family important? And they say, well, it's the connectedness and the relationships I have that are really important to me. And I said, okay, let's stop for a sec those relationships and connectedness, does that also extend to your work environment? And they're like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. What about your social setting? Oh, for sure. I said, okay, so can we replace family with relationships and connectedness? And maybe that's one of your five areas. And they're like, oh yeah. And you can also have fun with it. I was uh, working with somebody in Los Angeles And she was telling me how the environment is so important to her. And I said, why is it important? And she was telling me all this stuff. And at a certain point, I said, oh, so you're an environmental ninja. And she just stopped and she goes, oh, my gosh, I love that word. So now she embraced the word environmental ninja. And uh, But just think of how great that is. If let's say you go to an event or you're somewhere and someone says, well, tell me about you. And, you, you know, one of the words you use, I'm an environmental ninja. And then people are like, wait. Go back. What is what is an environmental ninja? Now you're you're really sparking interest in uh, in the people.
1: Right. I like that. That yeah. makes, a, that, makes a, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know, I when I work with people, I, I always tell everyone be open and honest because mm-hmm. this process only only works yep. where they're working with myself or Sam. You have to be honest and not. Yeah. I get a lot of it depends, and I, and I said, well, <laughs> no. when 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 and I, and I, now I changed my approach and said you cannot answer with it depends because it depends on the opportunity. It depends on what kind of money I can make. And I go, no, this is, we like to start off with a, a kind of a blank canvas, a white canvas. Yep. And let's start from scratch. No, nope. mm-hmm. most people have never done this before. So they're hesitant. Yeah. Like, what is this guy talking about? This guy, is he getting really weird on me? And I said, no, you can mm-hmm. decide on what you want. Yeah. Uh, there's, 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 there's a lot more careers and there are franchise companies yeah. Why not pick what you want instead of going down the list from A to Z and figuring, yeah. okay, I don't want to be an astronaut. I don't want to be this. I don't want to be that. So kind of take that step back and and be honest. And, and, and what does your life look like? And then from there, I think that's the reverse engineering of the process. You yeah. kind of figure it out. What yeah. other, what other advice would you give? Because mm-hmm. there are, there, there are tons of people I talk to. They have no idea where to start. And I think yeah. in some cases, you know you hear the term knowledge is power and the internet mm-hmm. is knowledge overload yeah so i don't agree with knowledge is power it's 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 applied knowledge and there's just yeah too much too much it's overwhelming that you have you know condescending articles you get really confused so yeah uh, what what is that per- so that that person mm-hmm. you know when it's not a good fit as as oh, yeah. as you did as i did at, at my last employer years ago
2: What's the first thing they do if Mm -hmm. if you were kind of coaching through the process? Right. Actually, I like what you just said about knowledge. Uh, I always say in my class, very first lecture, which is actually coming up on Thursday. Okay. um, Knowledge is what I can teach you out of the textbook. Mm -hmm. But I want to take that knowledge and I want to make it applied, which is exactly what you said, and make it into wisdom. Right. Wisdom is much more far reaching. Like somebody Mm -hmm. can have knowledge but lack wisdom. Right. Um, somebody could be, uh, what I call a business owner, but you're not an entrepreneur. I'm sorry. Um, in fact, I, I talk about the differentiation about a business owner and entrepreneur, because I say a business owner goes in, unlocks the door and just basically looks around, sits down and waits for the customers to come in. Mm -hmm. An entrepreneur may or may not have a door to unlock. Maybe it's a coffee shop. Maybe it's a workspace. Uh, and they will look at how can I change things up? And uh, they don't. They go and find the customers. They don't wait for the customers to come to them. Uh, I would uh, going back to what you just said. Is um, there's many things that I would say that supports. Like I think there's an importance to find. Like I said, who you are. That's the main thing. And and work with people to help determine who you are. That reflective piece is is critical with regards to anything that you are doing, because without really understanding who you are, all you're doing is just basically, you know, putting your hand into a bucket and just pulling something out. Because mm-hmm. if if you're investing that much time, effort and money, you want to make sure it's the right fit. Right. Um, added to that is the fact of, you know, I always say for me, one of the most important things is the I, I'm a huge storyteller, but I also do story sharing, which is not unilateral what's your story and you know the narrative that determines who you are because if you're looking to get a franchise who you are as an individual has to match and merge beautifully with regards to the franchise that you want to get because there if if there's not an alignment like if you're only looking at bottom line how much money can i make out of this franchise You know, it it may not even be, because it's not a good fit, you may not be really good at it. You may not believe in it. You have to believe in yourself, believe in the product, and then people will actually resonate and come to you because it just is in such great alignment. Uh, So you have to look at that alignment piece, the tailored piece. Um, You know, you'll also see people who are, are, you know, you can have somebody who is a really great person to work with, Mm -hmm. with a mediocre idea. Or you can have someone with a great idea, but not a great personality. Investors are going to go with the person who has the mediocre idea, but a great personality Mm -hmm. to work with because we can fix things. Right. You know, um, understand that this, this is a journey. Whether you are just starting out, whether you're considering, you know, have the conversations with people that can support the journey, who are there to guide and support you. You're not in this by yourself, because I think sometimes people think, you know, I'm just going to jump into this. But, you know, somebody like you, Giuseppe, is there with all these tools, insights and years of experience, who's going to cut the the noise and cut a lot of the, the time that they're going to make in mistakes. And it's right. really important for them to, to understand that there's value in what uh, individuals can provide you as a, as support and don't be afraid to ask for help. Yes.
1: Ask. <laughs> I, I did that. Ask for help, ask questions, be careful, mm-hmm. but, but also be, be, yeah. be, be, be careful who you ask. That's I, I true. Will, don't ask, uh, you know, about entrepreneurship, sure, entrepreneurship, excuse me, I could mm-hmm. talk today to someone who has never owned a business yeah. um, knowing about owning a business and doing it, maybe not being able to pay yourself the first month, Mm-hmm. Talking about things like that—that's uh, that's some difficult stuff that you're not going to learn from a textbook or from someone just uh, saying, "Yeah, I heard so and so didn't get get a chance to pay themselves." Yeah. Talking to someone who went who went through it, um, who had some yeah. you know ups and downs and experiences, and that's that's the the benefit of franchising before you even make that decision. You get to talk to all these franchisees that went through the same exact thing. So yeah, um,
2: yeah, and and added to what you just said though is as well. I mean, it's not like tomorrow I wake up and say, oh, you know what? I think I should open up a franchise and I'm going to talk to Giuseppe. Maybe six months before you decide, maybe I want to do a franchise, do the research, Mm -hmm. talk to Giuseppe or anybody that's in that realm. Like, in other words, build everything prior to it so that then you're comfortable. Like when I took that leap from the corporate world, I didn't jump off the cliff without a parachute. No, no, I... I reflected, I looked at the skills and experiences I've gained, the people around me. Mm -hmm. When I knew that it was the right time, I pulled the ripcord and I jumped off the cliff. Uh, So you can, uh, you know, like if you're in a corporate job and not too happy, know that, you know, it may take six months, it may take a year, but, you know, you can start building that mindset of taking the leap in advance Start doing the homework now and uh, mm-hmm. you know, then you'll be prepared. And then you can hand in that resignation notice with comfort and certainty or as much certainty as you can, uh, as opposed to just walking to the edge and then just saying, okay, I'm going to jump into this and, oh, Giuseppe, I want to open up a franchise. What should I do? Mm-hmm. Let's do some homework beforehand. And then you call somebody to help you.
1: Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Definitely. Definitely do the homework. Be Be prepared. Write down all, all those questions and and concerns you may have because yeah. a lot of those concerns, uh, it's not that that you want a person addressing each one, but it's, yeah. it's it comes down to fear and it's that mm-hmm. fear of how quickly will I make that money? So you know I, you know how, how quickly do I become uh, profitable and things like that, which mm-hmm. no one no one could truly answer. You know you mm-hmm. can look at averages and things like that, but it, it all comes down to fear yeah. uh, and that uncertainty. And I, I I tell everyone if you're gonna wait till you're hundred percent certain and have every bit of knowledge and detail. I go, you, you may never make that, that leap. There, there is a leap. There is that leap yep. of faith. And at the end of the day, you have to believe in yourself and you'll make it, yep. you'll make it work. We're, we're human, right? We mm-hmm. don't, we don't want to fail at anything we do, whether it's, it's a job or, or, or a business. So we mm-hmm. will, you know, do whatever we can to, to really stay afloat and, and to yep. make it work. And sometimes, even, even at that, we do the homework. Sometimes we end up getting into a business. Maybe we get blindsided or we hear such high earnings of a, of a particular business or, or a particular position, right? And that kind of just, we, we get kind of sidetracked off of what we really want. You know, I, I talk about, you know, it's like, okay, I, I want to work nine to five going back to your, to your wife and have that, that structure. But I really want a subway franchise, Mm-hmm. And in that subway, it's seven days a week. Okay, I'll, I'll overlook that, that that Monday to Friday. I, I could do seven days, and then it's. Uh, but I only want three or four employees. But oh, I got fifty employees. Okay, I'll, I'll overlook that. Now we're we're now shifting into a bi- a completely different business model uh, that does not align with. What we want, our values, what we want out of the business, why we're doing this in the first place. I think that that is a sure surefire way to set yourself up for success uh, for for failure. Mm -hmm. um, In that you're just not going to be happy, and if you're not happy and miserable, that's going to obviously affect the business. So yeah, yeah. um, There's a lot. There's a lot at play.
2: (laughs) No, and and I think also um, one of my favorite quotes is obstacles are the necessary bricks on a road to success you're going to encounter obstacles, even in a structured job, you're going to encounter yeah. obstacles. But when you take that leap, yeah, the obstacles are going to be there. Uh, instead of fearing the obstacles, embrace them, because that's all part of the process. Mm-hmm. And I've always said I've, I haven't i have had a failure in life, but I've had setbacks. It's the exact same thing, except my setbacks mean I get back up, dust myself off, learn from the experience, and I emerge stronger than what I, I first was. And those experiences and those obstacles have really helped me in the journey to where I am today and and where I can actually help people. So never fear those obstacles because understand they will be there. You're not going to avoid them. And and again, if you if you fear the obstacles, franchising or entrepreneurship is probably not the the realm you need to get into because <laughs> They're there waiting for you, those obstacles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: And and I tell people, I, I almost scare people and say, yeah. this is what's going to happen. You may not be able to pay yourself. You may be mm-hmm. borrowing from your retirement plan. I do everything I can yep. to kind of scare them. And, and uh, not scare them that I don't want anyone to ever own a business. But th- the reality is yeah. I, have, I have yet, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I've never met someone who wanted a business Mm-hmm. You know, they needed a business for the lifestyle for, for what they wanted and those are two different things wanting a business there's a lot of headaches to simply yeah. want a business to need a business to craft the lifestyle that I have um, you know those are those are two separate things so um, yeah. yes I we couldn't agree more plenty of obstacles franchise or not you know the person that called me and said well with the franchise you're, you're guaranteed I said there's no, no guarantee it is a proven business model with yep. you still have risk. You have a support structure, which you don't have with the startup. Yep, um, They don't want you to fail, but absolutely you, you definitely have risk.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you have risk of employees leaving and all that other stuff. So I, I like to set the, yeah. set the expectation and just say, Hey, you know what? This may not be the, the right fit. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's definitely a kind of mindset shift and, you know, shifting of just how we think of things going back to your point, mm-hmm. failure setback. I once made the comment, I wish I never worked for any of the investment firms. And at 20, when I Mm -hmm. graduated, I was 21, 22 from undergrad and then 24 from the uh, graduate program. uh, I could have just started a business and made so much more money and owned my own business. And and then I looked back and said, no, that's actually wrong everything happens for a reason. And maybe I would not have appreciated it. Then maybe I would have done things differently, but knowing what I know now um, every experience I think is, you know, we call it setbacks. It's experience. We learn from it. Um, So uh, yeah, every, every experience is valuable. And my advice is Mm -hmm. to dive right in, not not saying to dive into own a business, but Mm -hmm. if you're still uncertain and we work together, go, go work for a local Mm -hmm. business owner, the smaller, the better, because yeah. you can work with the owner to experience accounting and sales and marketing and maybe a little bit of everything yeah. and experience it firsthand and ask mm-hmm. the owner, you know, what he thinks and how yeah. his life has changed. And if, if they don't want to take my word for it, I've had a few people come back and say, wow, yeah. this is, I never, I never knew the tax consequences. I never knew how, you know, I was able to, to take yeah. the summers off because the business was on autopilot. So, yeah. um, you know,
2: Well, and the conversation I also have with people. uh, So when you do the deep dive of here's what the challenges are, I equally at the same time say, okay, but worst case scenario in this situation, does anybody die or get hurt? And they're like, well, no. And I said, great. okay, so we have a a base to work from, but we're going to still deep dive to the challenges and obstacles to see if you can cope with these. But we know where nobody's going to die or get hurt. And especially they laugh when I say that because it's ridiculous sometimes the things that you have to, uh, you know, handhold, I guess you could say, uh, where, you know, I want to work at either this accounting firm or this one. And Sam, I'm paralyzed. I don't know which one I should go for. And I'm like, okay. so does anybody die or get hurt if you pick A or B? And they're like, well, no. And then they start like what? And I said, okay, well, so it doesn't matter what you do here, right? And then let's look at the list of pros and cons for this, pros and cons for this. And then we start listing it out. And then next thing you know, right before their eyes, they're like, oh, man, I got to go to this one. But all they needed was that. But I mean, sometimes I think we're so fearful. But in the end of it all, and, and I agree, like, yeah, no, we're talking people's Financial well-being, of course, we're talking about health of their, you know, well-being as well, and uh, the the relationships and family and friends and everything. Yes, that's important. But in the end of it all, does anybody die or get hurt? No. Okay, great. Now let's deep dive. Are you prepared for this? And let's do the planning out. And that's the the, the critical part is this planning out process mm-hmm. of departing from this corporate job or considering do the homework, do research. And I love what you just said about going, you know, meet with the small bookshop that if that's what you wanted to do, like a, a, you know, franchise and see what their challenges and obstacles are, why they're in it and sit down and learn from them because, you know, they've blazed the the, the pathway that you want to walk, you know?
1: Right. You're going right to, right to the source. And uh, yeah, you can, that's some, some great advice. Mm-hmm. um we're approaching the uh the t- yeah. top of the hour here um any uh any other final thoughts um mm-hmm. who and where can people get a hold of you if they have uh any additional questions and and would like to work with you
2: sure um so what uh I'll, first i'll give you my my locations of where people can find me but uh i have my uh website wwwsam w dot sam so dash dot com Uh, Giuseppe, I have about 180 blog posts that are free for people to read about life and career. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn, as well as Twitter and Instagram. Those are all the places you can find me. Um, In closing, what I would like to say is that signature tagline, everyone's life is an autobiography. Make yours worth reading. We're all living autobiographies. We're all living stories. And what you need to do is realize what your story is. Mm-hmm. Learn who you are. Uh, be bold in your life. Be careful, but be bold. And the more that you reflect and research about yourself, uh, the better prepared you're going to be when you venture into the new realm. And maybe realize you're, you're on the wrong train. Maybe there's another train and you have to get off at a stop and get onto the other train. But find the people that are there to guide and support you. And uh, as well as uh, know that you've gained these tremendous experiences that uh, you need to realize.
1: I love it. I couldn't have said it better. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, gl- I'm, glad we're on the same page. You know, sometimes I feel like, what am I talking about? Is there, is there anyone else that, that is, is saying the same thing? So yeah. this is great. This applies. And the beauty is, you know, you don't have to separate entrepreneurship yep. versus a career. This applies for everything, right? Yeah. I mean, Maybe it's a combination of the two. It's one or the other, but it, it completely—it um, it just applies to just about everything. So totally. I, I I appreciate that. Uh, and you said uh, so. So someone that wants to mm-hmm. looks at the blog, wants to work with you, they can
2: get a hold of you right through the website. Sure, uh, through the website and LinkedIn. Usually LinkedIn is the best place. And just drop me a personal message saying, "Oh, I saw you on Giuseppe's, uh, uh, you know, podcast." And uh, yeah, I've got questions. Happy to talk to people that way.
1: Awesome. So we will include all that information, uh, how to reach Sam in the show notes. Sam, it's been a pleasure. I, I, uh, great conversation. We could have probably talked <laughs> easily like for two hours today, but uh, it, was, uh, it was great meeting you and uh, hope, hope uh, to speak with you soon.
2: Definitely.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom, Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com/book. 2. Want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom: How to escape the corporate world and have financial and time freedom by owning a franchise. By going to ggthefranchiseguide.com/video. 3. Want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you? To navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject, and he'll send you all the details.